I'm Jonathan Mosin and this is Mosin at Large, the show that's got the blind community talking. On the show today, just by installing a Chrome extension or Android app, you can help with a research study which seeks to spread quality image descriptions across the internet. Meet Sonar. Mosin at Large Podcast. We've all been there. We visit social networking platforms that are fully accessible, but the degree to which we can enjoy them is impeded by the platform being full of images without any meaningful description. Some social networks have sought to automate the image description process, but too often those processes don't deliver useful information. Sonar seeks to help. It's a Chrome extension and an Android app, and they're looking for testers right now, people like us. To tell us about the project, I'm joined in Lisbon by Carlos Duarte. Carlos, it's really great to have you here. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Tell me a bit about yourself. What's your background and how did you become involved in this project? I'm a, a computer science professor here at the, the Faculty of Sciences of the University of Lisbon. And I also do my research here. I started getting into the accessibility field, I guess almost 20 years ago. This was when I started my PhD. Initially, I didn't have uh, in mind getting into accessibility. Uh, I was working on adaptive systems, systems that learn from their users and change the way in which they answer to their users. Uh, But I needed a domain where to try out my ideas. And Through a series of events, we had this project going on that uh, was supposed to work with digital talking books. So that's where I got into the accessibility accessibility field. That was my uh, first venture into accessibility. I did try out my adaptive ideas on this domain. I built a digital talking book reader. And I guess from then onwards, I've been working on accessibility in different research projects in different ways, targeting different uh, user groups. And this led us to uh, Sonar. It started February uh, last year. And there was a a call from the European Commission that wanted to fund uh, some research works on the accessibility of user authoring tools. As part of our research, we don't have uh, user authoring tools, but most of the amount that's generated nowadays on the web, it comes from users. It doesn't come from designers, uh, professional content authors. It's users uh, on their social networks that, in fact, are uh, generating uh, a large amount of content. And so we thought, This uh, content, especially visual content, most of it, it's inaccessible. So if uh, if there's an open call for projects that target content authors, let's get this idea, propose a project that would try uh, to increase awareness to the authoring of accessible content on social networks. This was really a long shot for us. We knew that this wasn't what the European Commission was looking for. Uh, They were looking for projects that targeted professional content authoring platforms and such. But it also stuck with them and they decided to fund us. So we have this uh, 
funding. Uh, it started in February 2020, and it will last uh, until July, next July. So it's almost, it's almost over. But we do want uh, to explore, uh, I guess, two main ideas uh, in this project. Uh, the first one, we know that most people are not aware of the need to create accessible content. That is the, 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 the first barrier that we need to overcome. Uh, second, we know that people that are aware, most of the time they don't know how to author accessible content uh, on social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And not only do not they know where to do this, but they don't know how to do it. How should I write a description for an image? What should I include? Is it supposed to be short, long? Do I need to describe everything that's in the image? Or can I just focus on a specific aspect of the of the image? So these are a lot of questions that go through to the mind of people that try to author uh, content in an accessible way. And uh, as you said, we, we were aware at the time that uh, Facebook, Instagram, other platforms were also looking into it of automatically uh, creating a description for for an image. So let's say that somebody is on Twitter, which actually has got a pretty good user interface now for captioning content accessibly because there's this lovely big field where you can type quite an extensive description. But as you say, perhaps somebody who's inexperienced just doesn't really know what to type to make the content meaningful. How does your application assist them to type the right thing to give us something that we can use? We look at different sources of a possible captioning for an image. The one that we put most of our faith on is previous captions that other users have already entered for that image. So if you are posting an image on Twitter or on Facebook and you are a user of Sonar and you have agreed to allow us to look into uh, your posting process. We collect your image and your captioning, your description of the image, and we store that without any way to identify from where did this image came from, who posted it, or uh, we just store the, the image and the caption. Later, another user is posting that uh, exactly the same image or the image with a very small modification, so perhaps a, a bit of a crop or a small change on it, we detect it's the same image and we have that image. We have the description for that image stored. This is what we hope to be the best uh, suggestion that we uh, have for such image. So Sonar, when it detects that the same image is being posted, it will suggest a previous captioning uh, of that image. If we don't have that, we use an external service. It was not developed by us, but that can identify what's on the image, similar to what the automated, uh, what, uh, what uh, the automated mechanisms of Facebook and Instagram do. And we can suggest a set of concepts, but we don't fill it out automatically for the user. We know that you are uh, posting an image. Here is a suggestion of a description for that image. You can use it. We recommend to improve it because uh, each user has uh, their own context and the description should reflect the specific context uh, in which the image is being posted. 
So we don't do what Facebook or Instagram does, which is to place it automatically there and the users don't even get notified about it. We show the user, okay, you are posting this. You should add a description to that image. Here is a suggestion of a description uh, that you should improve upon. I'm not sure if your extension does this already, but one of the things that does happen too is that even people who have the best of intentions sometimes forget to add a text description in the heat of the moment. They attach a photo maybe that they have taken and they just hit send and they've forgotten to add a text description. Do you think there's a case, and I'd love to see, for example, Twitter add this, uh, where it prompts you and says you are about to send an accessible tweet. Are you sure you want to do this? Could Sonar, do you think, do that to actually encourage people uh, to attach something meaningful by way of a text description before they hit send? In fact, we do that already. Uh, right. Because as, as, as part of the process of posting um, a tweet with an image, when we detect that an image has been uploaded... Immediately, we, we say, okay, you are posting this. You should have uh, a description for it. Here is a suggestion. We don't prevent the user from, from eating sand. We could do that, but I think that would be taking too much of the control from mm, the user. A bit punitive. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but, but every time that uh, an image is being posted, uh, before uh, pressing send, there will be a, a notice uh, saying to the user, you are posting an image, please make sure you have an alt text. And here's a, a suggestion for you. Do you have to have the extension at both ends for this to work? So the sender, the, the creator of the content has to have it and also the end user has to have it as well? Uh, no. In fact, Sonar works at both ends, but you don't have to have it at both hands. Uh, so if you have Sonar installed, uh, you will get this every time that you try to post an image on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we just support those two uh, uh, social networks at the moment. But if you are on the web in any page and you come across an image that does not have a description, then you can ask Sonar uh, to get you a description of that image. And the process is similar. We search into our image database. If we find the image there with a description uh, attached to it, then we change the page to include that description for the image. And uh, the screen reader user can listen to the description of the image. Uh, on the Android platform, what the user is required to do is share the image with Sonar. Mm. When the image is, is shared with Sonar, we send back to the user the description of the image. So it sounds quite similar to a feature that is built into JAWS, which of course not everybody has, and it's a paid product, but they have a feature called PictureSmart where you can select an image from social media and it sends it to various image description services. I think Microsoft offers one, Google offers another, and gives you a range of descriptions. So it's sort of similar functionality, but because it's in a Chrome extension or an app, it's not dependent on the screen reader you use. Exactly. And once again, I would like to highlight one of the differences comparing to what those services offer because the automated uh, descriptions, I believe they will get there, but they haven't gotten there yet to, to, to really create descriptions with enough quality. Since we store 
descriptions generated by users, not just machine-generated descriptions. We store what users write. We do hope that our descriptions have higher quality than those that are just uh, machine-generated. Because that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you can give Facebook an A for effort, I guess, but then when you get so many descriptions where it says image may contain outdoors footwear or something really nebulous like this, it tells you nothing. It doesn't add any value at all to what you're reading. Yeah, exactly. That that was uh, our ma- major motivation to try and store what users are in fact writing instead of relying solely on machine-generated descriptions. Is the success of this dependent, though, on getting take-up from social media creators? If people won't install the extension, then presumably the project is stalled, isn't it? Yes, uh, and, and I think that's one of the major challenges that we have uh, going forward uh, is to try and get enough of a user base using Sonar so that we can have enough descriptions to make it useful. And there are other challenges like uh, one that we have became aware uh, very recently. We currently support Sonar in two languages, English and Portuguese. And when initial uh, Portuguese and Brazilian users starting uh, trying out Sonar, they said, okay, there are a lot of descriptions in English, but these aren't really useful for us if we don't know uh, English. So it's about getting a user, a consistent user base across many languages or to try and come up with a solution that's, that uses machine translation of the language so that we can uh, use something that's been written in English also for uh, other languages, for instance. I invited you onto the show now because I understand that you're looking for people to participate in a study at the moment. What criteria must people meet to be of value to you as a participant in the study? What we're looking for are screen reader users that are active on social platform, Twitter or Facebook, because those are the ones that we uh, support, and that are also able to convince some of their friends on the on these social platforms uh, to also install and use Sonar. And how do people express their interest in being a part of the study? I think there are two ways uh, to do that. One is to get in touch with us, drop us an email, and you can reach out to us at Sonar, S-O-N-A-A-R, at fc.ul.pt. And we'll put that Uh, email address in the show notes so people can refer to that. Okay, great. And the other way is to install Sonar and use the application to report the interest in participating uh, in the study. Yes, I saw the Chrome extension in the Google uh, Chrome store, and that will work with any Chromium browser that has support for the Chrome store. So, for example, I can use it in Microsoft Edge, the new one, and uh, other Chromium-based browsers as well. Exactly. Once it's installed, what's the user experience like for screen reader users? What happens? How will they notice that it's installed? They can activate it uh, whenever they need a description uh, of an image. It has a a keyboard shortcut that uh, allows a a screen reader user to request descriptions for, in fact, all the images that are present uh, on a page. And this is the content consumption experience. Uh, So after requesting the descriptions for all the images on the page, 
the screen reader user then can navigate through, through all the images. Uh, we not only add the description to the image, but we make the image also uh, tabbable, so you can use tab to navigate to the image, which should allow you to more quickly navigate through uh, all the images, uh, if required, if not using the, uh, the screen reader already to, to do that. For the content authoring experience, as soon as we detect that uh, an image is being posted, we present a notification that's also screen reader accessible to let the user know that an image is being posted, then a description should be added to the image, which a screen reader user don't need that information, but also with the suggestion uh, of the description for the image, uh, which is uh, automatically uh, copied to the clipboard and then can be pasted into the alternative text description field. So does this work only on a handful of sites that you specify for the extension? Or if, for example, somebody is on an online shopping site where there's a lot of images there, can they use it on that site too? They can. The content consumption, what we call the content consumption, can be used on any website or in the case of the Android application or in any application. So on the website, you just trigger the extension. And uh, as I just mentioned, it populates the, the alt text field. It populates the textual description for all images on the page. On the Android uh, version, you need to share each individual image that you need a description with Sonar. This is really interesting. And so by installing that Chrome extension, S-O-N-A-A-R, it's spelled, they are participating in the study and helping the product. Just by installing it, yes, they are participating. We will be conducting uh, different phases of this study. This initial phase, the one that I described, we, we are looking for screen reader users that can also bring with them uh, a couple three, four, five uh, of their social network friends. But later, we will have a second phase where everyone that has installed is in fact contributing to the, to the study. And hopefully, Sonar can get a good user base and keep growing. And so just by using it and providing some uh, descriptions, you are already contributing to improving the quality of descriptions for other users elsewhere on the internet. Is there a finite period for this phase of the project? I mean, one of the things that could happen, I suppose, is that if funding runs out or other projects are being uh, given priority, that people could quite like this and then find that it's gone away when the research phase is over. Unfortunately, I would say that's a, a real possibility. We will do our best not to happen, but the funding will uh, run out in July. That's the, the duration of, of the project. We will keep working uh, on Sonar after the funding hands, and hopefully we won't have to pull the plug. So far, the expenses for the storing the images and using the service that is able to compare images are pretty manageable. But of course, this is uh, something that will grow as the user base grows. So in fact, I would say the best solution for Sonar would be to have the social networks themselves having this kind of service and supporting it directly in their services. Uh, 
hopefully sharing descriptions between themselves. This would also take care of another of the challenges that we face, which is the very frequent updates to the interfaces of Twitter and Facebook. And uh, because we need to detect when a user is posting an image, every time the interface changes, we need to change something in Sonar uh, to be able to keep detecting the, that specific part of, of the, the, the tweeting process or the posting process. So by having the social networks themselves integrating uh, what we have been doing, that would be the best way to, to make sure that uh, Sonar would be useful for a long time. Right, and I can see that's a real possibility because the European Commission has not been afraid to regulate, and I actually think we're going to see some very significant regulations coming with respect to antitrust and social media generally. Why don't they just, or perhaps they will eventually after they've done all of this uh, inquiring, they may well insist that social networks take this issue a lot more seriously than they have been. That would be brilliant. But in my opinion, I don't think that's going to happen. There have been some major steps in what regards the accessibility of digital content in Europe. The, the European Accessibility Act did in fact bring this to the table, but it still only applies to public bodies. And so it's great that public bodies are required to have an accessibility statement and to provide accessible websites and um, in a, a couple years to provide accessible mobile applications. But as I said, currently this uh, European Accessibility Act applies only uh, to public bodies. So I do hope that uh, we will. it will come a time when this needs to apply to also to uh, private companies and their online presence, but we're still not there, unfortunately. Will this come to iOS at any time, do you think? We would love to, but I guess at this point it's a matter of not having enough resources to support it uh, in both platforms. And of course in Europe in particular, Android is uh, way dominant, isn't it? It is, but if, if we look at uh, the blind and visually impaired community, I guess iOS, uh, even in Europe, it's still the major platform. So that's Sonar. It has a lot of potential because if somebody takes the time to add a good quality description to an image and that image is coming up all over the web, then why not take advantage of that good quality description for us all to share? It makes a lot of sense. It's crowdsourcing the describing of images in a meaningful way. I've got Google Chrome up at the moment. And I have a page loaded that has been put together by Carlos, which shows us how Sonar can work and what a difference it can make. The reason why I have Google Chrome up and running is that when I installed this extension in Microsoft Edge to record this demo, I suddenly realized that there's a keyboard conflict at the moment. Control-Shift-S is the key which we will use in just a moment to invoke the Sonar extension. But in Microsoft Edge, which is a Chromium browser and should therefore support this extension, that shortcut is actually used for Edge's web capture mode. And so this is a work in progress. There have been a few versions of the extension as I've been researching this Sonar program, which have been updated to reflect keyboard changes and 
other work that is still going on with this project. So if you go into the Google Chrome store and you search for Sonar, S-O-N-A-A-R, you'll get the latest extension. Once you have it installed, then the extensions do updates in real time, and we will provide a link to the extension in the show notes. So I'm going to perform a JAWS key with T to read the Windows title. I am using JAWS for this demo. Example page for Sonar-Google Chrome. So we're in the sample page for Sonar, and we'll explore this page. Just so we understand what's on it, I'll first perform a say all, and we'll listen to what's here. Example page for Sonar. This page has four pictures. The first two do not have a description. The last two have a description, but one that is not really descriptive of the image. The page can be used to demonstrate features of Sonar. You can browse the page to check the existing descriptions left paren or lack of descriptions right paren. Then activate Sonar by pressing Ctrl plus Shift plus S. After Sonar finishes executing the description will have been updated or augmented. All images that have had their descriptions modified by Sonar will also be made a tab stop. Next there is a picture of a dog without a description. This picture is not on Sonar's database. Sonar will add a description based on concepts identified in the image. To get missing image descriptions, open the context menu. Unlabel graphic. Next there is picture of a cat without a description. This picture is already on Sonar's database. Sonar will add a description based on the descriptions stored in the database. Next there is the same picture of a dog but now with a description. This picture is not on Sonar's database. Sonar will not update the original description. But if you enable Sonar to query for additional descriptions of images that have an original description, then it will augment the image with extra descriptions based on the concepts found in the image. To access those descriptions, you can tab to the image and press Ctrl plus Shift plus D. Picture graphic. Next there is the same picture of a cat but now with a description. This picture is already on Sonar's database. Sonar will not update the original description. But if you enable Sonar to query for additional descriptions of images that have an original description, then it will augment the image with extra descriptions based on the descriptions found in the database. To access those descriptions, you can tab to the image and press Ctrl plus Shift plus D. Image graphic. Image. On this page then, we've got some images, and the most important thing to note is that right now they are not at all accessible. They just say image, and Google Chrome now offers the ability to get text descriptions of images, some of which are more helpful than others, and so you will hear in some instances Chrome offering to make use of that feature. I have the Sonar extension for Google Chrome installed now, and just as the instructions say, I'm going to press Ctrl-Shift-S to activate it. You heard that beep. That tells me that it is scanning the pictures on the page. That second beep tells me that scanning is complete, so it didn't take too long. Now we're going to go to the top of the page. Example. And I'm going to press the tab key. Example page for Sonar. This image may contain, quote, dog, pat, canine, grass, puppy, cute, tongue, animal, mammal, portrait, pedigree, adorable, funny quote graphic. Because Sonar has done its scan, now that I've pressed the tab key, it has taken me straight to that image and described it. And you recall from our reading of this page that this first image has been added by Sonar, but it is not a human-generated description of an image. It's one of those machine-generated ones, but it is still pretty extensive. It's similar to the kind of description you might hear if you use the JAWS PictureSmart feature. Now I'll press tab, and if I remember correctly, the second image is described by Sonar, 
by a human image describer. A cat looking at the camera while resting semicolon a cat looking at the camera while resting graphic. So that's a good description there. If I press tab again. Toolbar. And the reason why we're not getting the other pictures described is as the page indicated, these ones require you to get the full image description by pushing the control shift D describe hotkey. At the moment, the version of the Chrome extension that I'm recording with has not enabled that feature yet. They're uploading an updated version to the uh, Google Chrome store that gets rid of a keyboard conflict. But by the time you install this extension and have a play with this, then you will be able to use Control-Shift-D to get that additional description. So that's the kind of difference that Sonai can make, and you can try this on various websites if you have the extension installed and see what a difference it can make by just going to the website and pressing Control-Shift-S and it will perform a scan. You'll hear the first beep to say the scan has started. The second beep indicates that the scan is completed. Do check the show notes for more information about how you can get this extension and help them out participate in this research study. To contribute to Mosin at Large, you can email Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at mushroomfm.com by writing something down or attaching an audio file. Or you can call our listener line. It's a US number, 864-60-MOSIN. That's 864-606-6736. Mosin.